Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I'm so excited to dig into your chart. Um, and just for the audience to get to know you, why don't you give us a line about what you do, who you are, and what you hope to get from the reading. Okay, my name is Leonore. I'm a retail manager. I have three sons. I'm 51 years old. And what I hope to get from the reading is basically uncovering why I do things the way I do or react to certain situations the way I do um, because of my chart. Awesome. You know, what I love about this is, you know, the Life Path Astrology reading is going to dig into kind of the fifth dimensional, like your soul's reason for being here and doing the things it does and how it, how it reflects into your third dimensional world. So hopefully um, what we're about to dig into will support you. Sounds right. Sounds good. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. All right. So it's interesting because your name is Leonore, and I, you know, I joke, I, I accidentally almost read that your son was Leo, but it is not. Your son is in Aquarius. Um, and we start with the sun because that's the way you see yourself. And so when I see someone with um, a sun placement in Aquarius, I think of someone who sees himself as a visionary, as, you know, someone who believes in causes, someone with you know, very big picture rather than small detail thinking, um, very much into community, like friends, being around people. And also um, a sense of, you know, not needing to fit in, um, kind of standing out and being okay with that. Um, mm -hmm. You also have it in the fifth house. The fifth house is Leo energy. So even though you're not technically a Leo sun, you do have Leo energy in your sun sign. And it's interesting because the sun is a natural ruler of Leo and the fifth house represents creativity. And so there's a sense of, you know, all of this vision, all of this like community and, and experience in, in with other people that you have, you experience yourself as a very creative person amongst others is almost what comes up for me. Mm -hmm. what lands for you when I say that um yeah I mean I definitely don't go with like what everybody's doing mm. I kind of like it seems like I'm I'm a little more daring and people kind of not co copy me but like if I do something like oh that's cool or you know wear something I don't know it's just like they take from me a little bit and because um, I don't really, I don't like go for the norm. So yeah. And you know what? I love that because you said daring and Leo is known. So that fifth house energy is also about being courageous and adventurous and taking chances. And so what I'm hearing is like, you have that Aquarius vision, you take these chances and and almost like people come to you, you have like this, this, this sense of, um, of knowing how to stand on your own two feet, fighting for your vision or standing in your vision, taking a chance in your vision and it mm -hmm. kind of people going in, you know, seeing that in you. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. But ultimately the sun is how we see ourselves. Now it's interesting because we see, you see yourself as an Aquarius, but your rising sign is how people see you you have your rising in Virgo. And when I think of Virgo, I think of a couple of things like archetypes. So like, you know, we, we all know the three dimensional memes of Virgo being super organized and super critical, but in a fifth dimensional perspective, um, Virgo is the helper. She's super loyal. She's a healer. 
she's all about doing the work. Like she wants to do the work. She does. She's not afraid to get her like roll up her sleeves and do what needs to get done to, to have things getting done. And, and I really feel like people see you as loyal, helping, you know, being able, like not afraid of doing the work. Um, very authentic. Right. Like a Virgo is going to tell it like it is. She's not going to sugarcoat it because she's about the details and she's going to be reporting on what she knows. Like she's going to be based right. on facts. <laughs> That's so true. And uh, yes. And my delivery sometimes is lacking. So yeah. Well, it's not that it's lacking. Virgo is an earth sign. She's <laughs> grounded. She has her feet on the ground. So one thing yeah. about Virgo is she, for example, she's not going to be like a Libra who's going to be diplomatic um, because mm. you can see both sides. She's going to be like, no, these are the facts. This is how it is. And so yeah. some people might get offended. Um, and so people might see you as very direct, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yes. And so, and so here's the juicy part of the rising sign. It's just not how people see you. It's also the problem you're here to solve. It's what your work came here to do. So okay. you, you had a question about like, why am I the way I am? Like what, where in my chart is this all leaning? And so I right. don't know if you've realized, but you, no matter, you know, what you do, your soul has been called here to help people get real, get down to the facts, get really grounded. You are here to show, help people solve the problem of what it looks like to be loyal, to do the work, mm -hmm. to be a helper. And you're, you're here to show, not only are you embodying that, but you're here to show other people how to do that. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this correlates, but, like, a lot of people, like, ask me for advice, like, people that I don't even know, or, and I seem to, like, be able to give it to them, like, you know, off the cuff, or, like, I'll, I'll meet someone, especially in sales, and I'll meet someone in five minutes, they tell me, like, their deepest, darkest secret, and I, like, have, you know, some kind of, something to say, like, I don't just let it hang there, you know, mm -hmm. I figure, like, it's, I'm put in that situation for a reason, Mm. So I just, you know, I try to be as open and authentic as possible. Oh my goodness. I literally just wrote down authentic nature. Like when I think <laughs> of Virgo, her job yeah. is to help people get down to their authentic nature. So you're using yeah. that Virgo, very grounded authenticity, like no frills, like this is how it is. And mm -hmm. you help people access that for themselves. Yeah. And it's so funny, like what we bring with us from like childhood, because <laughs> I mostly, a lot of the times I've had in my head, and I'm 51 years old, <laughs> my dad's voice saying, don't say that. Don't say that. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody, you know, like, like censoring myself. And I've like come out of my shell, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've always been outspoken and I've always been told, you know, watch your mouth. <laughs> but <laughs> it's more like, you know, I just can't, you know, I'm, I'm becoming more like I feel like who I'm supposed to be yeah. in these past few years. So. Beautiful, beautiful. And yeah. so it's interesting because even in that, you know, you were saying how your father would always say, shut your mouth. Um, but even yeah. there, even as a child, you were reflecting to your parents what it looked like to be authentic. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not, uh, that's like holding up a mirror sometimes to people. Exactly. And they don't like it. Exactly. Yeah. Beautifully said. Beautiful. All right. So here's the interesting thing. I just said that your rising is 
the problem you're here to solve. It's this, your soul's work. And you're going to use that Aquarius, okay. the fifth house sun energy, and you sprinkle that onto everything you do. It's like your secret sauce. It's your magic. And so that magic is the vision and that courageousness. Mm-hmm. So think about how powerful you are. You have this big vision in this fifth house, creative boldness, and you're here to teach people all of that loyalty, authenticity, you know, being able to be a helper, a servant, being of use and being in the work. Now, in order for you to move hmm. forward, we need to pay attention to those moments where you're feeling stuck, where you're not feeling aligned, where things don't feel like they're moving, because that's where you get to say, okay, I get to nurture the moon. And you have your moon in cancer and the moon is a natural (laughs) ruler of cancer. So, so, and and you also, interestingly enough, you have the moon in cancer in the 11th house and the 11th house is Aquarius energy. So you've got all of this, you know, I I feel like, you know, when I think about Aquarius, I think about her as a rebel. She's like, you know, and, and you think about that Virgo, that authentic nature. There's a lot of like, just like, I feel like it's like showing people how to, fight like not fight but you know show people what it looks like to really fight for their true selves and with that moon in cancer you do feel things deeply your emotions tend to probably fluctuate like the phases of the moon but you have a deep intuition and and so you feel these things but here's the interesting part of the moon the moon is what moves your soul's purpose It, it supports it backs up your soul's purpose so okay. it doesn't, it's not related to your soul's purpose. Like it's not like, um, it's actually part of the plan, but if it's not like backed up, think of it like a board of directors, the, the, the rising as a CEO, the, the sun is kind of like, you know, like the marketing director or kind of like in also in a main player. And the moon is that, that board of director that if you don't like kind of support them or help them see what's needed, they're not going to vote for you to do your soul's work. Oh wow! Okay. And so the moon, what the moon wants, she's she is the moon in Cancer, so she wants to be first of all nurturing. She wants to be supported. She wants to use her intuition, and she's gonna want community because the moon, like Cancer in general, she's the mother. And I always say, like a mother wouldn't be a mom if she didn't have her baby. She wants her tribe. She wants her soul family. She wants her babies around her, her community. And so there's a sense of you know, community being an important part of you moving into this work of showing people authenticity, because you really can't reflect authenticity to others if there's no one for you to reflect that back to. Right. And I would even say, you know, here's one thing that could support you. Maybe you bring in that, that cancer moon, that, that deep feeling, and you bring it into that mission of people uh, showing people their authenticity, but you do it in a nurturing way. Okay. Does that make and sense? Like, yeah. I mean, um, for sure. I, I think once I like, let go of like the inner dialogue that I have, like, you know, keep your mouth shut type thing. Like I, mm-hmm. I, um, I feel like I'm in my groove, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel that I feel like my friends come to me for stuff and I'm definitely, I go to them for stuff. So I need that. I definitely need that nurturing on both sides, like to be nurtured and to nurture. Like it, it wow. um, I really like it. If I don't have that, I feel like so alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. She needs, she, she needs to be nurtured. She needs to be taken care of, but she, and what comes up for me is you get to infuse that in the way you help people find their authenticity, find their loyalty, find their, their true, that this Virgo rising that you're here to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Awesome. So the next fun and juicy part of these board of directors, they're kind of like four board of directors. And the fourth one is Mercury. Mercury Mm -hmm. is, so it represents a couple of things. So in the 3D, we all know it to be the planet of communication and it represents our intellect, but in the life path astrology methodology, it also represents our higher consciousness. And what that means is that when we're acting from our higher mind, not our intellect, we're actually connecting to the collective and we're, we're really learning how to work together and not separate. And so when you're working not from your higher consciousness, you probably feel separate. You don't feel connected to what you're doing. You feel, you know, there's, there's not, you're not connected to the, to every, to the cause and everyone. And your, and your Mercury is in a really interesting place. It's in Aquarius and Aquarius is about the collective, but Aquarius is also about revolution. (laughs) She is, she is going to be, at you know, at the at the protests, at the riots, at the picket fence, um, because she believes she sees what's possible when you stand together as a group, right? Mm-hmm. And so, what what does this mean? So Mercury and Aquarius, you have to remember not to get lost in the cause. So when you're defending someone or something, or when you're standing up for someone or something, don't get lost in the cause. Like, go, like go for the cause, but don't like lose yourself fully into the cause because sometimes you, you, you get lost in why you did this to begin with. Like, have you ever had like moments where like your, something gets heated and you're defending someone and all of a sudden you're like, why did I, why, where did this conversation even start from? Why am I this knee deep into a, like something that I didn't even start? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So you get, to co- you get to connect to the vision, the collective consciousness of Aquarius, and you get to be like, hey, I'm here for everyone to work together. Aquarius wants everyone to stand hand by hand, but she knows that she has to go in to, to a cause for it. So you get, to, mm-hmm. you get to remember, like, it's almost like imagine, like, don't get separated from being everyone being hand to hand. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's funny because like, if I don't believe in something, I don't even care about it. Like I, you can talk to me till you're blue in the face. I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I get, I get that. Yeah. You know what else comes up for me? Um, Aquarius, the Mercury in Aquarius also, also makes me think of like Aquarius is meant to not fit in, but sometimes in her mind, what keeps her from actually being in the cause and doing what she needs to do is a a feeling of separation because she doesn't fit fit in. And, and then on top of that, the fifth house is Leo and Leo when, when Leo is not in higher consciousness, it's going to feel like an inferiority complex. Like it's not enough and that people don't love, love him or her. And so there's this like not fitting in and not being loved. And so you get to, I, I always want you to remember when your mind is like, you know, feeling like I'm not enough or I'm not good enough or I don't fit in, you get to say, well, what am, what, what, what is the cause? What, what is really at the root of what I'm working for here? Because that's yeah. going to reconnect you rather than make you feel separate. Okay. 
Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Now, um, another placement that I love, love to talk about, I personally feel like the North Node is super important for everyone to learn and understand because the North Node is a challenge that we came here. We all came here with a challenge, something that's not easy for us that we get to grow into so that our soul's purpose can align more quickly. And mm -hmm. I've noticed that you said that you've had, you've, you've felt more in alignment with your rising in the past few years. And I'm curious to hear if it has anything to do with your rising. I mean, you're a North node. So everyone has a North node and a South node. So your North node is what's your challenge. The South node is your jam. It's what's super easy for you. Um, <laughs> so your South node, I, I want to start with the South node actually. So your South node is Libra. And Libra is the art, the sign of beauty and art and culture. She is the hostess with the mostest. She's a diplomat. Um, she loves pretty things. She loves things being pretty. And mm -hmm. that's super easy for you. And it's interesting because you are a retail manager for Sephora. So. A beauty company, right? And so yeah easy for you being where you are is in your element because you love to be surrounded by beautiful things things that bring beauty to other people um mm -hmm. and and libra is also when i think about libra i also think about the collective now when we move into your challenge your challenge is more aries and aries is the first sign of the zodiac it's fire it is leadership it is ignition when i think of aries i think of getting lit but like getting people excited getting people fired up being fired up and so there's a sense of it's been very easy for you to be with other people and be comfortable and do everything that's nice and pretty and comfortable but it's mm -hmm. probably been difficult for you to do things on your own to get lit like really ignited about what your own cause what your own self has been and really stand in the power and the fire of your own two feet yeah i can totally relate to that yeah and yeah. it's interesting because you have um north node in aries in the seventh house seventh house is libra energy which is partnership so it's it's almost like you've probably felt like you've always needed a partner to be successful or you've needed or even being yourself in partnerships has been difficult um whether yeah. it's in business whether it's in relationships whether it's in friendships um and so what you came here to learn is you you are a powerful human you get to you get to stand in leadership you get to stand in your power you get to stand in your own ideas mm. Right. When I think about this, this Libra um, Aries opposition with the North and South node, it's like you get to learn that it's from we to me. Also, because mm. when I think about your rising sign, Virgo is about helping everyone. Let's get this done. Everyone together. Like, I'm going to show you how to do it. But Virgo sometimes doesn't take care of herself. And so you're in order for you to really be the most powerful version of your rising sign for others. You have to learn to take care of you to love yourself, to nourish yourself, to develop yourself, to reflect about yourself, to think for yourself. Yeah. And I think um, if I can say, I, you know, I was married for 24 years and I definitely put everybody else as a priority, my kids, my husband. And it's when I got divorced, I was like, I don't even know what I like. <laughs> I don't even know me. So. Yeah. yeah. And the more you do that, the more you stand in the power of being of service and helping other people find their true nature, find their service, find their loyalty. And you also have Chiron in Aries in the seventh house. So Chiron is a wounded healer. So there's this big emphasis in your chart about your soul's purpose 
really is asking you to really stand in the power of you, yourself, your leadership, your love, like everything that's self and me, like every sign has a motto. And Aries is I am. And really learning to understand what, who, who, Leonor, I am this, I am that. Like, just like you said, I don't know what I like. I don't know who I am. I don't know anything. And so it's like that, that was the challenge. You actually came in with that challenge, you know, that, that, that was what you came here to learn. And what I'm hearing is that as you, as you lean into that, you really get to lean, you become of service with your soul's work with that Virgo rising. Okay. Makes sense. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll even take it one step further. You have, you ha- you actually have an Aries. It looks like you would have an Aries stellium. Yeah. So you have <clears throat> three placements in Aries. It's actually the, the, the one sign you have the most energy in. So you have your Chiron, your North node and Saturn in Aries. And Saturn is like the father figure uh, of the zodiac and um i only giggle because you know when we look at you have a north node and chiron in aries but you also have the father figure in aries so you have your challenge your wound and your father all in the same sign and Jesus. so that makes so much sense <laughs> so so there's a sense of you the father figure of planet of saturn um natural ruler of Capricorn, who's kind of like the CEO builder, the ambitious one of the Zodiac. And, and Saturn's going to be like, listen, I want to support you. I want to reward you. I want you to get your first house, your first car, pay off your debt, whatever. But you gotta, you gotta do what I tell you to do. You got, we got to work together. And so Saturn and, and Aries, if they were to be people having lunch together or tea together to, to get this business moving forward, um, the business of your soul's work, Saturn's like, listen, Aries, I love it. You've got so many ideas. Now I need you to just stand in your leadership and, and put one of them forward. Instead of just instead of just popping out ideas, I want you to kind of like, you know, really like, in, in fact, he's going to be like, I love all the ideas. And I think what he's really going to say is, don't burn out. Because mm-hmm. Aries can burn out. Because it's a cardinal sign and cardinal signs are initiators. They start, 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 but they might not finish things, right? Oh yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where you have all these challenges, like really yeah. completing things. And, but but yeah. it's okay. The other thing is, if I feel like I want to big, bring in a bigger picture to the Saturn in Aries though, because you have Saturn in Aries in the eighth house. An eighth house is Scorpio energy. It represents the trend. It, it represents the tower and the death card in the Zodiac. I mean, in the tarot. And when mm-hmm. I think about those two, it's like, there's a, there's a sense of a, a call for transformation. And Saturn says, I'm going to reward you when you really step into transforming who you are, ending the chapters that need to end and starting the chapters that need to begin for you. Wow. Okay. And when you do that, he rewards you. And so it sounded like you had a period of time where a marriage wasn't working for you and you ended that chapter and you were, you were rewarded with growth. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so think about when things are really difficult. When I think Mm -hmm. of Scorpio eighth house, it's really difficult. It's not easy. There there are probably a lot of shakeups and, and changes. And, but, but Saturn's like, you know what? Every time you go through that change for yourself, you are going to grow. You are going to reward you. I'm going to reward you. 
That makes sense. I mean, even like as far back as, you know, um, my son, you know, died when I was, he was 11 months and I was 25. And that sparked like a growth period in my life as far as finding out really what I wanted to know why, what the meaning of life was, why are we here? And it took me on like a spiritual journey that I, you know, and I found something, you know, like a, I guess you quote unquote, like a religious belief in that, in that time period that I was searching for my whole childhood. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a growth period. You know, I mean, obviously it was born out of tragedy, but I feel like a lot of my growth periods are when I'm like s- super wounded, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. but it's like, I wonder like, why does it have to take that? <laughs> you know, yeah, because it's in your chart. You came here to learn how to become more and more yourself every time a transformation occurs with that placement. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful to see that everything is here and, and you get to give yourself self some self-compassion if you feel like something was wrong, right? There's nothing wrong. It was all here. It was all for your learning. And look at you now. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So the last part, I wanna I wanna end with some joy. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, hey. please don't be sorry. You got that Cancer Moon. I don't expect I know. I anything less. Cancer Moon. I can't. Help it. <laughs> um, Jupiter. Jupiter. I want you to to know that in the times you know, that you want to, where do you find your optimism? Where do you find your joy? Where do you find luck and expansion? Well, that's Jupiter. And you have Jupiter in Libra in the first house. And like I said before, Libra is the planet of beauty, the planet of art, the planet of cultures, the planet of partnerships, the planet. And it's in the first house, interestingly enough, which is a, a, the, the house of me, the house of self. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say, you know, I, you know, as someone who personally knows you, I know that you love, you work in the beauty industry and there's a self, there's a sense of like bringing beauty into your own world really brings you optimism. It brings you joy. It probably, it brings you renewal of who you are. It probably is what strengthens you to feel comfortable in who you are. Yeah, for sure. Like I definitely have the you know, the self-care, I need to, like, feel good about myself, feel pretty, and, you know, and I like to be surrounded by nice things, you know, so my, you know, like, I just moved into my house last year, and I'm just transforming it slowly because of, you know, whatever money issues, but, like, I need it to be pretty, like, I need and it, it, like, calms me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so you get to, you get to, like, that's, that's what brings you optimism. It makes you happy. It brings you joy. And it also brings you some good luck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if like every time you really like, you know, beautified yourself in every way, because it doesn't have to be just the exterior, but whenever you feel like surrounded by beauty for yourself, mm-hmm. that brings you opportunities. It brings you expansion. It brings you joy. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. Awesome.
All right. So that's, that's what I have right now. Do you have any questions? Do you have any aha moments? Did no, I answer I did. your it, question too? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you did. I mean, it definitely, um, you know, I know I'm the way I am. I just, now I know the, you know, the background behind it. So that's uh, something, it's a comfort, you know, in a way. So but thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for booking this reading. And I can't wait to see you step more, step into more of that, you know, Aries, your, your own personal power so that you can show others how to be their authentic selves. Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure, love.